The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a guy choking to death. God dang. <laughs> what is, hey, James. What is going on? I had the last swig of coffee trying to get ready for this quick, and I inhaled while I was while I was swallowing. Oh my gosh! You had one job is to open your mouth and talk, and you tried to talk uh, while also swallowing coffee. And here we are, the first on-air death during a podcast. I'd say we remember you fondly, but we will we will just we'll be lucky if we remember you at all. Let's let's be honest here. But anyway, the podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? I kind of blame you for this because if we'd have done this at high noon or sometime when everyone else is up, I wouldn't have to be sucking down coffee just to stay awake enough to hear your voice, James. I didn't even suggest this time. I said, what's your schedule like? And you said 8.15. So this is on (laughs) you. But as long as you're here, I'm going to go ahead and toss out a question. The listener question bag is currently empty because we only make one of these episodes once every six months. But I'm going to go ahead and throw out something that I've been wondering about. Some couples go on separate vacations. And I didn't know how you, as a marriage psychologist, feel about that. Is that a healthy development where both people in the relationship are developing their own space? Or is it a warning sign that when people want to relax, they need to be away from their partner? Take it away, Steve. I don't know what happened that made you think of this question, but... Uh, Godspeed, James Brickwell. I hope you and Lola get through it. (laughs) This goes into a category of things that I don't understand but try to empathize with people. The the more common version of this is uh, how they do money. Like, there are couples, and usually this happens when they get together a little later in life, but they keep their own separate bank accounts, their own separate credit cards, their own separate financial selves, and somehow try to make that work. And that's very confusing to me. I just, I I can't imagine, I think you're like me in that uh, everything, and uh, when you get married young and you get married when you have nothing, like there's really is not enough for two separate pots. You just have one pot and then neither of you have enough to pee in it. So it makes sense to combine revenue. But the vacation thing is in that same category of, I I don't get that. Uh, unless you're meeting Raul and Katrina at separate vacation destinations and you have a little breather and a hall pass from your spouse, I don't understand why you'd want to do that. I don't know that it's wrong necessarily. It's just something that's vexing to me to the point that I would really have to have somebody explain why that's a good idea. And uh, I don't know that I've ever heard of that in a couple that I've seen, so I don't guess it's very common. The financial um, thing is far more common from my experience. But I, I would have to go through their logic, and it might make perfect sense, and I would be on board with it. I'm not saying that it's an unhealthy thing to do. I'm just saying it's an odd thing to do. And uh, I remember I tweeted this years ago when uh, 
I, one of the common tropes is for men to want to get away from their wives. And that always confused me too. And I tweeted, like, I don't spend enough time with my wife. Like, I'm on the road all the time. It would be strange for me to think, I got to get out of here. I got to get away from her. So uh, maybe I just like my wife more than most men, or we like each other more than most couples, but I wouldn't do it. What, what do you think? You know, I saw, again, now all my life experiences through Twitter, somebody who I knew was in a long-term relationship was talking about going and doing a, a solo trip, like to Europe or somewhere. It was a pretty substantial thing. And uh, but they'd also talked about buying a house with this person. I don't think they were they were married, and that that's what initially got me thinking about it. But then what also got me thinking about it was my wife and I are planning our family vacations, and I have a ton of flexibility because I don't matter any anywhere, and nobody wants me places. They just <laughs> you want to leave, whatever, get out of here. We don't want to see you again. Present company included. And absolutely. She, and she's the op- opposite. She she feels a sense of commitment <clears throat> to her employer, and she doesn't want to leave people. Short Shorthanded, which is like my last consideration for anything. <clears throat> so as we're going through this, you know, well, we could do this or this or that. Well, I don't know if I can get off then, or I don't know if I can get off then. It's finally it was like, you know, maybe, maybe I just go take the kids to this and this and that. And if you can make it fine, and if you can't make it, whatever, you know, just show up if yeah. you can, and if not, whatever. I can't, I can't leave everything up in the air as a question mark, depending on sixteen other people who might want to take leave. So that was. <laughs> It was it was more a, uh, a a childish reaction of frustration that uh, that brought on that part of it. But then I got to thinking. I think there are some people who uh, who do separate vacations. I don't know of too many married couples that do. Now every once in a while, I get invited out to a convention. I went to the one in Amarillo, Texas, right before my uh, appendix exploded. I almost died. And I re- but originally, my wife was going to come with me. Like the year before, when it was canceled, we had actually negotiated in that they would put in her ticket too but then by the time it got canceled and canceled again and rescheduled the new time around she couldn't go and I went without her and I had a grand old time but like she would have been welcome there so I could I can see both ends of the equation it does on one hand like if you deliberately set out to have a a separate vacation it seems like either there's marriage trouble and you want some space or you're just looking for an excuse to cheat uh, you know, there's always the, you know, these, but, but, the, you know, I guess that's not all, there's got to be some latitude in there too. Every once in a while, like there was a, a guy's fishing trip I got invited to last year that I bailed on because fishing is the worst. But I mean, there are things like that that come up too, that maybe one spouse is interested in and the other spouse isn't. So I don't think we should put it in this box of, well, if you do things separately, there's always trouble because there's going to be situations where guys want to go do something or they want, the ladies want to do something or whoever, anybody of any any gender just the two partners are different and they have different interests so i don't think that's to say you always have to do everything together uh but i will say i have not encountered many couples who when they take the big financial commitment and the big commitment of vacation time to take a block off where they do that separately rather than together well and your amarillo trip doesn't really uh cross into this zone because you are you were kind of on a business trip there. That wasn't a vacation for you. And Jesus, nobody would vacation to Amarillo, first of all. So <laughs> Amarillo, those two words. Oh, it was so much fun. It was some of the most fun I've ever had. Was was that because my wife wasn't there? Who knows? That was Amarillo was a blast. But then when I got, immediately after I got back, my appendix exploded. So clearly God was punishing me for He's going out and having yeah. fun on my own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> so I don't, like I was on the road all the time and Mrs. Steve would come with me once in a while. I would take one or the other kid once in a while, like uh, just to give them some experience and uh, get them out of the house and give me some company. But for the most part, I don't consider that the same question that you were asking, which is what you said at the end. If you both take not only the financial, but just the time commitment to have a week off of work and take the kids out of school or if they're on summer vacation, like why would you go separately on that? A guy's fishing trip, I don't consider, well, I guess that technically is a vacation. But I would say if one, if that happens for a weekend every year, or there's a big poker game or something like uh, that's not taking separate vacations. When vacation rolls around, I would hope the family would want the experience to be shared. So you you punished your children by taking them on the road with you. I mean, what did they do when you were when you were up on stage? Did you make them come watch you too, or did they? (laughs) (laughs) It was. There are so many stories of crazy, crazy things that happen on the road with one of the kids. Like it, uh, I'm sort of glad everyone's still alive. (laughs) But yeah, there were. It was uh, it was fun but they would have to fill that time. God, I'm having these stories flood into my head and I'm looking, we've only got one minute left. But (laughs) suffice it to say, when my son started coming along with me, he was pretty young. Uh, He was 12-ish or 10-ish. I'm not sure exactly when the first trip he took, but he had, we were in Manhattan, like uh, ground zero of congestion, like a Tokyo subway would be the only place worse than where we were. And when I was on stage, he uh, wandered down to the hotel restaurant. And this was planned. Like, he didn't do it without me knowing. And he sat in the restaurant, and uh, I sort of told him how to order and how to pay and how to leave a tip. And he, on his own, was able to order and have lunch and pay for it. And he was very proud of that. So that's one of the stories that still gets shared of uh, him navigating a Manhattan restaurant (laughs) as a, a, I'm going to say 12, 12-ish year old kid. That's actually a much better story than what I was expecting. I was expecting oh, like... Oh, there's, there's those oh, two Oh, man, that's a lot to be a whole episode of Wrong and Wronger. We've un- uncovered another treasure trove of Steve's traumatic parenting <laughs> memories. Well, if you have a question you'd like to ask us to unlock more traumatic hidden memories, send that in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be platonic friends, coworkers, whatever you've got. Send it in. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 Minutes of Your Life. You'll never get back.